and welcome back to episode two of Swift University. Yay! I'm so excited. We made excited. it past the first. We made it past the first one. We are we are on the way. I'm so excited to be back. I am Professor Raven, if you're just joining in, and I'm with my student and friend, Kelsey. Hello. Kelsey, how was your week? It's been good. It's been very good. I have been so excited since the last episode. Um, obviously, uploading the first episode, we've never done a podcast before, so that was never. a little bit stressful. Uh, figuring, like spending 20 minutes to realize that you forgot to click one button. Um, so that and we're was really missing stressful. half so of I our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you upload it and you're missing half of the audio. It's fine. Um, but no, that stuff, that was uh, less fun. But doing well, my now homework we're was probably the most... Yeah, doing my homework was probably the most fun I have had in a very long time. It was I'm so, so excited. It was the most fun homework I've ever done in my life. And I've done That's a lot of homework. I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, obviously, being a uh, professor yourself. Yeah. So I've, how did that feel, having, like, the tables turned, having an assignment? It was weird. So it was – and it was hard, too, because I didn't know – I mean, obviously, it's the summer – so uh, during a normal week, I would be like, oh, okay, so my professor allocated one hour for me to go do this reading. But you were just like, go listen to debut. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to listen to each song three times. I'm going to spend six hours uh, watching the music videos. Like, it's it's a rabbit hole. You definitely get sucked in. I've discovered Absolutely. That. And then, uh, oh, for those um, who don't know, for every video, like little niche video and um, – clips that we talk about or any kind of homework video i will post them on our instagram at swift university Pod. there'll be a little highlight and they'll stay up there and each week we'll have one that way you can go back and be like oh i have to look up this episode i don't know which music video goes with it it'll be on there um do, should i link like the vivo ones like the basic ones that'll be under her youtube because like most of them i think everybody can like, look them up just like a follow-up on uh my homework before we transition to talking about it. Uh, I do have some beef. You know why like Taylor Swift's actual official Vivo account doesn't have a lyric video? Because what I found is that I wanted to like listen to the songs and the lyrics, especially with the ones that didn't have music videos. And it seems as though the artists do not upload their own lyric videos. Those are usually fan made. See, I you know why? Well, she does. I think just maybe debut just doesn't. But um, I know okay. all of her re-records for sure yeah. have very nice ones. Like Got it's it. kind of a thing. Like we were waiting for those to come out because they're very detailed to what the music video is. Like it's not just right. like they're very nice. So I think just maybe the older ones don't. Okay. But uh, a lot of her newer newer ones do. And they're very nice, actually. And they're very pretty. And they, they go with the... Yeah, I, found, I just found that to be interesting whenever... Uh... Like I said, I started to go through it because that's what I did. So like to in approaching my homework this week, I decided to watch the music videos first. Um, okay. And I again, I wanted to watch like with lyrics. So I had lyrics pulled up with the music videos. And then I ended up listening to all of the other songs without music videos uh, and listened to the or read the lyrics or tried to watch the lyric videos while I was doing That's what that. I've always done when I like first hear a song. I want to like read it because... Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, when I listen to a song the first time, I'll get some words, but not all of them. So I want to mm-hmm. like go with it, go back and read it. So, but yeah, once you, once we get into some of her later music, you'll see some of the videos that have really pretty lyrics videos, and they'll also be sometimes a music video. So, uh, speaking of which, like like we were talking about, all the highlights will be on Instagram, so you can go back and find the little um, niche videos that we're talking about like last week we we're talking about ed sharon and hers friendship oh, yeah. so so uh i sent her some videos that we were talking about um and what did you think about the drake one when they're like drake's gonna win oh that was super cute that was super cute you can so, see like their little friendship like they're yeah. very like brotherly sisterly and you had definitely sent me some tiktoks where they're like giving each other the finger and like making fun of each <laughs> yeah. other and that so that was that was really cool that was a nice surprise because like I said I didn't even know they knew each other so to find out they were friends and also very humble friends like you said the video where the two of them and Drake are up for an award and they're like you're gonna win no you're gonna win and they both go no Drake's gonna Dra- win. Drake's gonna win. Like, <laughs> that was really that was really funny 
I thought that was cool. Oh. And then the video where uh, Ed Sheeran surprises her on stage during her concert. I know. I thought that so was cute? so cute. The look on her face was like, what, what are, are you doing? doing? It was, he's, that was a really cool moment. And if you go back, it's really cute. When he first gets there, you can see the, the um, backup dancers trying to like, like direct him which way to go and they're still like in character oh, that's it's, it's so cute so next time if you go back you can watch it and it's it's right there absolutely and um so talking about um recap besides that we talked about um all of debut and yes. where she uh was originated her birthday uh, where she uh originally was born her parents background a little bit why she moved to nashville where she was discovered and pretty much the beginning of the career of what brought us Taylor Swift. So what did you think about the album? What did I think about the album? That is a very, it's <laughs> a loaded question. I know it's a loaded um, question. It so- is very country because I also listened to it today, even though I, you know, obviously I know the album, but I was like, I'm going to listen right. to it today so I can get in the, I can get in the feel. And I'm just like, man, this is Chuck full of some country box. Right. Okay. So the first thing I did, like I said, was I started the very first one that I listened to was uh, Tim McGraw. Okay. So. And there's a video have, for that. And there's a video for that. So I watched the video and I have several questions. Okay. For the professor. Okay. Oh. So first, um, was that a boyfriend in the video? no it's just an actor but it is supposed to okay. be based on like one of her first like high school boyfriends i think it's um drew which is on uh teardrops of my guitar okay well that was a, a question for later in the lecture was was drew a real person like is that his real yes. name are we kind yeah. of like you all speculate dear john's about uh john what may i know she never she never said she name drops but she does name drop because there is an interview and i will find it and i'll make a note of it of her talking about that being like one of her old first uh, like kind of high school little loves was drew so was drew yeah um very first songs very first lyrics in the song um she says something about uh i hope remember that little black dress yeah. And then later says, and my faded blue jeans. Okay, Taylor, question. <laughs> Pick are, one. Are you wearing the black dress <laughs> or are you wearing blue jeans? And are we having a Kelly Clarkson moment where you're doing the dress with the blue jeans? Because honestly, that was on brand at the time. That a was a look. Were, we were rocking. The Hannah Disney Montana. Channel. She get like, um, yeah. Ashley Tisdale was notorious one. for it. 100% dressed the with, layers. with blue jeans. But why Why did we wear so many tank tops? A hundred of them. To this <laughs> day, Raven, I kid you not, we have the it's video. A, like, I, I got to one on today. Me too. It's a support yes. It's a support tank top. At this point, emotionally, it is part <laughs> of who we are as millennials. I have to wear one under whatever <laughs> I wear. It's Everything. part of me. I would rather, I will wear a tank top before anything else. Like, it's, it, I have to wear a tank top. Yeah, even if I wear nothing I else. I feel... I feel naked. If naked. I'm in, you know, a big t-shirt, I'm still naked if I don't have that tank top on under it. It's so funny. But yeah, she could she could be. And also, like, I feel like it's a little scandalous of a lyric for her to be, like, in that little black dress. Little black like, dress. Well, that's, like, one of her first songs. And, like, yeah. ooh. And they're laying and in that, the field. And that was, uh, that's definitely later on. I think it's Teardrops on My Guitar. One of, oh, one yeah, of yeah. I can't remember if it was this one or if it was, uh, the Tim McGraw song, but yeah, I was like, girl, where are you going on dates? Your dates are very different than the dates that I went on in high school. Like we're from, we're from Madisonville, Kentucky. You went to the (laughs) mall and the movies, which was one building. Like it was combined together. She's like having moonlight dances on a lake. Girl, what was, and I've been to Hendersonville, Tennessee. I have been there. It is not, It is not fancy, like, and I know. I was like, yeah, yeah, girl, we're having very different experiences. You're like, like I said, it was just like moonlight dancing by the lake. Like that sounds awesome, but like, I didn't. We didn't have any. I didn't have any dates like that in high school. That's for sure. That's one thing about, and it's, she talks about it in a few interviews, just how she pulled a lot of inspiration for her love songs from movies and books because she had no idea what it was. She has never, she had never really been that kind of love or, you know, like, um, obviously 
she was way too young when she wrote these to be in like hardcore over heels love it's like little high school like but crushes but the way she writes it could be for grown women yeah that's that reminds me uh whenever oh what was the uh driver's license was that olivia rodrigo yeah yeah. yeah. When we when that came out and all of us were screaming, like all of us in perfectly healthy marriages were screaming that in their car. Yeah. Like I feel like Taylor Swift's the same way where Absolutely. the Tim McGraw song, you can go it, – it really does take you back in time. Even though I it really does. didn't listen to it in high school, one thing that she says was uh, – she says something about a letter, like a letter on, on your front porch or Under my bed out. that you never read. Yeah, under my bed. And that reminded me, Raven, I had a – box of letters under my bed me from too of notes from best friends. friends yes notes yeah that's a that's all my diaries back there and i don't want to like jump the gun but when we do get to her um lover era and her uh documentary she does yeah. bring out her her old um diaries and it becomes a thing oh, and, we get cool. to re- and we get to read them so oh, she wow. like posts, yeah, she like posts these like books with each individual copies of CDs, which is why she makes so much money because we will eat that up. We will eat it up. It is the same four CDs, but each of them has a different book. So it's the That's same, really cool. but it's different. And I'm just like, I don't need the same CD, but I do need all four of those books. <laughs> and she'll get me every time. Yeah, but, I definitely yeah. thought I definitely thought the letter writing was interesting because we have to keep in mind that we didn't have the internet really. I mean, we no. had it, and again, not to date us, but it wasn't what was, it is today by no means. Right. We yeah, we went through that era of like switching. Again, we talked about it last episode with like the iPod shuffles and and yeah, yeah. how you consumed music and I feel like this was a really interesting take on how we handled relationships because we didn't text each other. We didn't – I mean, you would oh, no. call, call people, but we didn't have cell phones. It was like you would call the boy's house and what if his mom answered. And so I, I broke up was... with a lot of boys in a note. And I, like, yeah. and that sounds bad. That sounds bad now, but I that's know. back in the day was that's... like – kind of what you did yeah. like that's like and they were not was, important boyfriends they were like school boyfriends you're they like, were it's just not like the husband that i have now <laughs> i know you're like, I just, like, no and it would kill me because i'd be like i have to just focus on me what was that focusing on what like geometry on? marching band marching band raven that's exactly what i was gonna say i don't think we ever <laughs> mentioned it last episode that that's how we met was marching yeah band. that is so, how me and kelsey know each other that from was a marching band. thing Oh, and on the topic of marching band, I did notice specifically in this song, violins get a 10 out of 10. Yes. She's a string string queen. Now, you mentioned the last episode. You said, I think, was is Leanne Rimes her person that she was trying to be like? Or the. Yeah, she's she's an inspiration. Yeah. That's where she was. Yeah, Leanne Rimes was found at the Blue Cafe that she was. Um, The violins were very much giving me Leanne Rimes. Um, I think in another song I get kind of some rascal flatsy violin action. She's a big Dixie Chick girl at the time and now. So that's like a big thing. She loves Dixie now Who are now the Chicks. The Chicks. I think. The Chicks. Yes, they are the Chicks. We want to honor their And if you notice that, like, I don't want to, like, you know, jump ahead of it, but... I feel like if you can see where she kind of like Dixie Chicks, if people don't realize they got destroyed just by simply stating the fact that they were ashamed of the fact that the president was from Texas, George W. Bush, and they were absolutely right. Just they, people crushed their CDs. They were called bimbos. They were completely mocked really bad boycotted. And if you notice that, like that, and it's in her documentary, they're just like, don't like Dixie chicks. Don't end up like the Dixie Chicks. And she's like, I love the Dixie Right. Because I feel like that was one of the first bands or groups that I really remember truly being canceled for something. And it wasn't even anything bad. Like, it was literally just like, yeah, we're saying these from Texas. And it was over. But back then. Um, and but they were speaking, top of the world. Um, speaking of being careful what you say and, and don't be like Dixie Chicks or whatever, I definitely thought that this song was interesting. I think one of my last notes I have is that. At the very end of the song, the very last line is uh, Georgia stars to same something about uh, Georgia eyes putting the Georgia stars to shame. Yeah. Yeah. And then it said, I said, that's a law. 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe this is like her first song of like kind of fighting back against a guy. Like, no, it's that's a lie. Like, good on you, Taylor. It's like this is the very first song and I'm already hearing a little bit of sass. Like, good for you. That's great. Also, question. And again, this is me nitpicking because I don't know how deep to go. This is the kind of student I am. He said the way that my blue eyes shine put those Georgia stars to shame. Girl, you're in Nashville. You're saying he's in Georgia. What? We didn't have the internet. How are you guys talking? How are you guys dating each other? Why are you in Georgia? Did your parents let you go out of state like for a date? My parents didn't even let me go to Bowling Green when I lived in Madisonville. Like, Which is just, like an hour away. Yeah, I, I just feel that. like it's some questionable um, parenting choices by these. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, think, I think she was just sat trying to just appease <laughs> to the country folk however she could. I'm going to I'm gonna get them all. Nashville, Georgia, me, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to get everyone. Yeah, I'm going to get everyone. Which full circle moment as we finish talking about Tim McGraw brings me down to the biggest note that I wrote on this song, which was Bo Burham. Because she talks about, like, his broken down Chevy and these Georgia stars. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Taylor. This one one didn't do it for me um, (laughs) because it was very Bo Burnham. But. It was it was a good song. I liked it. It was catchy. It's been stuck in my head all day. Hey, but she was... she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, and like yeah, at least I mean, she we're gonna give is you a somewhat pass, country. Really. Like at least she like loves the outdoors, so she she gets her countryness. But her accent right. is totally fake. But for yeah, sure. I definitely I definitely put that uh, down here on one of the next songs. The uh, I don't know if you want to move on to like if you want to go in order or yeah. How I you thought wanna... we go. In, I thought we yeah. go in order. So the next one up so, would be picture to burn, right? So again, these are my notes. So uh, the I hate that stupid old pickup truck. You never let me drive. Correct. He never let you drive it, Taylor, because I think you're 15 at this time. <laughs> it's illegal. Like I'm not gonna get points on my driver's license. But did you watch the? You did you watch Taylor. the video? I did, but I didn't catch her driving. No, but th- but the thing is, she, he let her drive. Like, cause that, the, did you notice in the video that girl in the truck with her is Abigail? So her and Abigail on the okay, truck together. Yes. That was my very next question: was is this the introduction of of the Abigail? Because yeah, and we don't know really who Abigail is, Tom. She's just in the video, but Taylor's the kind of girl that was like, "I'm gonna have my best friend in there." So when they pull up, she's like. He's just like, oh, there's a girl with them. And she's like, what? And she's like, oh, she's driving the truck. And she's like, she he never let me drive the truck. So it's oh, like. Oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah. So she's like, what the heck? Like, I don't get to drive the truck. So it makes her, she's like, PO'd about it. Right, and but you're going to let her do it. And I, can we just talk about how she says, like, um, my, my daddy's going to show you how sorry you'll be so her daddy's a stockbroker swift like scott right. swift like, like what is he guy. yeah so can you imagine like i have to <laughs> i have to send you the raw version of this because it's like she cut out a lot of it but it was like beater wearing sawed off oh, shotgun type of guy like we, we know scott swift is not yeah that man respectf- respectfully brings me back to the bo burnham analogy with this album <laughs> I just it just no. kills me because like I, I'll show like I said I'm gonna post a picture and I'll po- I'll find that video and I'll post that uh, I'll pop, uh, that audio it might be a TikTok because you can hear it in that but th- this man wears like glasses he's got gray hair like he wears like his shirts tucked in he is not scaring nobody off yeah that's really yeah no I mean I I agree I from what you've told me about Papa Swift I don't I didn't see but <laughs> but I mean it's. You know, it's fine. And my thing is, Picture to Burn, it, it is very catchy. I um, love it. It's one of my I favorites. Did, it's one of my favorite classics of, on the I did on the notice. Debut. I did uh, want to ask. So the last episode, I can't remember if the last episode, we just briefly mentioned that she had changed the lyrics in this song. Um, did the... Did they re-record the lyric change on the video, or was that like CGI? I think like they recorded a radio version anyway, and that's just what played. Right. Okay, because like in the music video, she sings the new lyrics, and it matches with her her you know yeah, mouth and everything. They used, I think she had two because it was a spicy. Uh, okay, lyric. okay, 
That makes sense. So there's like um, a radio version and there's like an explicit version of that song, which r- is explicit, funny. yeah. Yeah. What uh what year was this? Do you know what year this was? Picture to burn? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight? Yeah. Interesting. I'm just trying to date it, like, you know, how old we would have been and how old yeah, for sure. Taylor would have been. So this part, the last note that I had for Picture to Burn was this is one of the first moments that I've kind of been like, oh, cool, like lyrically and timing wise, where she's like, you're a redneck heartbreaker who is really bad at lying. Yeah. And it's like to fit all of that in, like if because, again, th- these are the things that you notice when you're watching the lyrics while you're listening is you can hear all of those little words and she says every single word and you can hear her enunciate and i just thought that was that was pretty cool that was something that i wouldn't have noticed if i hadn't read the lyrics as i was listening i'm probably gonna like break the internet when i say this but like so my husband's taylor swift is eminem like eminem and taylor swift is 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 just um worshipped in this household he loves eminem we have every record i love taylor swift we have every record we support each other's love and it's the same i always say that they're lyrically like the same type of people she can make so much rhyme that doesn't rhyme at all just by the way she says it and eminem's the same way but no uh, i absolutely agree that's uh i definitely think i feel like picture to burn is just a fun like miranda lambert breakup song like yes that's exactly what i thought with especially with like her black makeup um yeah and it's just a, it's a little bit edgier, and it definitely gave me Miranda Lambert and Carrie Underwood keying up somebody's car. Exactly. So I definitely think it was it was period appropriate. So you want to move on to teardrops on my guitar? Yes. Okay. So what do we what do we think about that? And when there's a, there's a video for that. Yes. So a couple of things. Okay. The song is is great. Okay, it's great, but. So it's about her friend that doesn't like her, right? Look at yeah. your face. You're you're like Kelsey's about to say something stupid, because okay. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. Okay, I want to relate to this, like I I really do. Okay, but you're talking about your friend Drew who like doesn't like you, and this is just so hard to relate because hypothetically speaking, if let's say that I liked a boy in high school who didn't like me, chances are the girl that he likes instead probably looks exactly like Taylor Swift. Like if I had a boyfriend at the time and he was like, hey, I know we're together, but like Taylor Swift is interested. I would be like, dude, dude, go ahead. Like you got it. Do your thing. Like it's, it's Taylor. Come on. So like, see, and see the, but the great thing about that is you slowly see how like She's so vulnerable and like of a teenage you. Right. At that point, there's not the woman confidence of like, oh, that girl basically looks like me. It's just like, oh, what does she have that I don't have? Because you're, it's like teenage and everyone's right. insecure. Which and is crazy because she's when just anyone so else is putting out songs. What what most people would put out song of being like, as like the confident, like, oh, I'm better than that girl. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Instead of putting out the, like, ow, you can't see me, um, like, right in front of you type of girl, the girl next door. I feel like she's trying to relate more to the average girl. Right. Which I definitely could relate to. Taylor, you got me. Um, <laughs> but two other things that I could not relate to. Uh, one, her beautiful dress and the curls. Girl, what? curl regiment was she using on her hair i have tried the curly go method i've tried every tiktok hack i cannot get my curls to look like that i mean and i had curls like that too and i can relate to taylor swift so much in this the fact that she i can slowly watch her curl pattern leave because she's like been basically bullied about her hair like when you have that kind of curly big hair yes like it's it's a lot and it makes you sometimes insecure if you can't take care of it. But like, so I can slowly see and like the time when the time of like comes into straight hair, when that's really hot, she starts straightening her hair and it like, once you start putting that to your hair, no matter how hard you can't get your curls back like that. Raven, I am so glad you said that because from I'm and I'm truly not exaggerating from seventh grade until my sophomore year of college I straightened my hair every day 
every day, every single day. If my hair was curly, I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want anybody to look at me. And you're right. It's because I didn't, one, I didn't have the knowledge and the ability to take care of my curls like I do now. Like I know kind of how to, you know, take care of the curl pattern or whatever. And it wasn't in. It wasn't in. It was like not pretty. It was not cute. I begged my parents to let me get like a permanent straight. And I remember I mean, watching Princess Diaries and then when they did like the before and after and I'm just like, yeah. that's what my hair looks like. My my hair is the before hair. Like that made 100%. me feel horrible. Like- 100%. So I definitely, I didn't even think about that. That looking back, we're like, oh my gosh, you were stunning. You were blonde so- and these beautiful curls. And But that was not cool. And it didn't like match. That. It didn't match. So yeah, she's probably got bullied Girl, out of her curls. Where's your yeah? Where's your straight hair and your UGG boots and yeah. your black North Face jacket? And so yeah, I mean, looking back, we didn't notice it, but I'm really glad you said that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I did have one more Girl. thing that I can't relate to: uh, high school chemistry experiences. I uh, never got to blow anything up, man. Like, they were, like, blowing stuff up and the bubbles and all that stuff. I never got to do anything fun like that. I didn't get to dissect a frog. Did you get to do any of that? Man, I did that in eighth grade, but we didn't get to, like, dissect it. It was, like, already dissected. We just got to look at it. I have a lot of students at the university where we'll I'll say things, even something small, like prom, and I'll say it, you know, in class not thinking, and a lot of my international students have no idea what I'm talking about, and or like they know exactly what I'm talking about from American TV, but they have no experiences like that. They're like, our high school experience was not like the traditional American high school experience. And I feel like her blowing up things in chemistry is like the quintessential high school experience. Yeah. But I I definitely not to – my classes weren't that cool. They, they knew better it, than to give us explosives. For sure. Absolutely. And like our high school – I always tell people, like, me and her was a marching band, but it was not like your typical, like, marching band geek. Like, our prom queen was also mm-hmm. our drum major in, in, like, high school. Like, everyone was in yeah. marching band. We were, like, a 10-time state championship. We went to Carnegie Hall in high school. They did, yep. like, what? Y'all did the Disney parade. Like, yep. we were hot stuff. We were, like, yeah. the marching band sc- around in Kentucky. Yeah, our high school was definitely very different. So there, just to put it in perspective, there were, I think, maybe around a thousand kids in our high school, maybe. I think it was at or or about a thousand. And our band was like 115, 120. So it's like literally one out of every 10 students was in the marching band. So it's like it was clearly the the most popular, you know, organization or, or student group or whatever at our school. So yeah, we definitely, the whole jocks bullying the band kids i mean there was bullying at our school but not the quintessential high school like jocks and it wasn't just because you was, were in band, marching like band exactly so that's a little background for us like that's how that's right. we became friends because uh i played flute and weren't you in percussion yeah so i did uh, i joined drum major year yeah and i did pit percussion which for those of you that don't know is like xylophone marimba um, I did piano. I think my senior year, I think they had a piano set up and I did a little bit on piano, keyboard. Uh, and then, yeah, senior year, I was a uh, co-drum major, which was, which was a very I fun experience. Year. But uh, transitioning, you were talking about music that reminded me of uh, this. Or we're talking about instruments, which reminded me of my note that I have for the next song, our song. And how do you feel about that? Okay. Our song, the first thing I wrote down was Little Baby Taylor. I feel like oh. she looks the youngest in this music video. Like, she looks like a straight-up baby in she this She's so pretty in her, like, and she shows her feet a lot. That's kind of a joke about um, it, oh, within, the, within the Swift universe, everyone calls them. They're like, not for free, girl. Like, put them away. Not like, for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, not put them away. Free. See, and, and like she's all and the the cover of the cd i'll show it i can actually show it to you right now it's, it's right next to me it's got it's her feet <laughs> it's her mm. foot with a heart on it and her little toes she's got a little heart tattoo um, oh that is so yeah. funny see this shows you how kentucky i am that i was like yeah no that's you don't wear shoes i don't see anything i don't notice it like that just because I never wear shoes. and i love her phone like her old classic phone she's got it like the flip 
Yeah. No, it's like her that with the cord when she's laying in her oh, room. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. I was like the flip foot. Um. Now there was one of one of these that I remember. I saw. A, I spotted some old tech. I don't know if I wrote it down in my notes. Um. One of the other things that I noticed. I said this is so catchy. It's been stuck in my head all day. Another uh thing that I noticed. So, I definitely speak a different love language than that of of. Taylor Swift. So the lyrics in the song says, uh, I almost didn't notice, or she's like, I walked up to my bedroom and I almost didn't notice all the roses and the note that said, like, again, me just being the way that I am, I'm like, girl, he broke into your house when you were not there and he left roses and a note for you. Like my, that's not my love language. I would be like, what creepy nonsense is this? But Taylor's like, oh, this is so romantic. And I'm just like, what psychopath? Like I've seen too much crime and crime junkie and other true crime stuff. I'd be like, nope, red flag. Oh my God. (laughs) So stupid. I we got to get out of the country like debut era because you're, you're killing it. <laughs> but I do no. But I love I love it again. This is just random thoughts. She's like, like she's gonna be triggered because poor Taylor's had a lot of prop issues with like home invasion. Like people have <gasps> oh, broken no, her. Really? Yes, oh, okay, literally. Like so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Taylor, I'm so but sorry. like. Uh, this is, no, we are not like victim shaming. This is not your fault, Taylor. This is not your fault. You did not do this. You did not speak this into existence just because some psycho listened to your song and was like, but she likes this. Like, no, it's. I swear to God. No, but one she time she was like, she said so someone broke into her apartment and some guy was sleeping in her bed. <gasps> oh, no, no. So like, so just take that then. That's That's just yours. The last note on there was real slow. I don't know why it's not low. It would be, it would be syllables. just fine. It would just be just as fine to be. And she talks real low because, like, you, yeah, it's late, and your mama don't know. That's what, what I'm saying. Ma- not real slow. What does speed have to do with it's volume, buddy? So yeah, he's talking loud but just slow. So his mom could definitely still hear him being like, "You are so gorgeous, babe." <laughs> like no, that, I don't want it slow. I went, "Oh my gosh, you're so pretty." Like that's. Oh, and on this song, probably my favorite part about the entire music video is a guitarist with quite possibly the coolest hair I have ever seen in my life. And he is still her guitarist to this day. Oh, yes! yes. That is Paul, and we hoping. love Paul, and oh. we lo- and she has kept her, she's kept her band this, the same, this all these he years, and we love, he's on, he's on tour with her right now, his name is Paul, and we yes. love him. Paul, oh, that's my guy now, man. Paul is my guy. <laughs> That he was is my, the best. No, and that's the thing. Like, I, again, I don't want it to seem like I'm sitting here like ragging on all of her stuff, but I'm definitely making funny observations that, again, we're looking back on Taylor in her teenage years. If I were to look back at myself as a high schooler, I would be like, you are so nerdy. Like, I could make fun of myself. So it's like, oh, this was stuff that like we thought was cool at the time, but now we can like laugh about it. Like, that's the way that I'm approaching it. I'm not like making and fun and of I her. I get I'm, that. Like, and I'm going to watch you slowly come into her music right. and it's gonna be a tr- it's gonna be a building process because i just know how it's gonna go and there's so much you don't know and we're in baby taylor and it is a lot of country and i understand but just i cannot wait to like get into this next part which feeds into fearless and that's one well, of my favorite albums and I, it's one of my favorite eras it's very interesting you're talking about eras and transitions because that leads me to the last thing that I watched, which was the ACM should have said no performance. <gasps> yes, okay. which is linked in our uh, Instagram. It's up there. This yes. is, I, I, I wanted to post it because it's there's not a video for it, but it is a very no. important performance. It is. Okay. So n- this is the first time that I'm like, okay, Taylor, now this is starting to get interesting because like you said, the transition, everything was very country and I feel like should have said no still has country elements, but this performance, I'm like, okay, this is very emo. It's giving me very Avril Lavigne, like very Avril Lavigne. Yeah. And she's got, 
here's the thing. So vocally, what I'm noticing about her, because again, I, you know, I have some limited vocal training, but not a lot. So I noticed that she, this wasn't bad. Like the performance that she gave was not bad, but she has a very strong belt. But then I feel like she's getting kind of pitchy on some of the the words. But what I'm realizing is I think it's because she's forcing the accent. I think it's Probably, because instead yeah. of worrying about like the actual lyrics and stuff, she's trying to maintain that twang that is very unauthentic, you know, inauthentic. And, and she's also I, I think that's said exactly what's like, because no, it's exactly it. She, I think she is like pushing that accent, all of that. And she's also very aware that a powerhouse, like she's not the best vocalist of our time. See, it's her I, songwriting. But as right. she gets older, she is one that I feel like, I swear to God, she is one of the best live performer no one can belt live notes like her like she sounds the same everywhere she goes whether she's on a cd whether she's on an album whether she's live she sounds the same and she has just got so much more mature and better with her vocal as time goes on which is why i'm excited to hear this all these years later i want to hear how it's totally different the songs are Cause that's, I see if I'm, if I'm looking at, you know, her performance and let's say this was the voice and I was a voice coach, like I I would have turned, you know, I would have picked her for my team because it's like at this point in, in Taylor, I'm like, okay, there's clearly so much talent there, but it's also, this is, she's very much, you know, 16, 17, 18, like very young. And I can see so much potential that, you know, in a really cool way, we now get to look back and be like, yeah, we were right. Like, look at she's how also, far she's come and how much she's grown. Probably hella nervous. That's a big crowd. Yeah. She's, she's, she's baby so Taylor. Young. And that's a big thing. She's got to hit that water. Like, that's a big deal. Like, the water hitting her. Like, oh, yeah. So that was another thing uh, that I wrote down is she performed in the rain, but she stayed consistent. So even during her performance when she's doing it in the rain, she still, ha- you know, is maintaining pitch and maintaining tone and, and volume and all that. And it really reminds me of Pink. And I love yeah. Pink. I love, love Pink. Pink. I'm seeing her twice for my birthday this year. I cannot Gosh. wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm that's seeing her so twice nice. in one week. <gasps> so I'm that's so excited. I've I've got to figure out how to get tickets to that to that to works. It's so neat. But the um her performing in the rain. So that again that reminded me of Pink. But I thought that was really cool because I know um you know she did the rain show or whatever during the Eras tour, and that kind of became a thing. But what also became a thing was I think was this her first dress change? Like was was yeah. the, was this the first quick change that? Yeah, because that's like a thing during her Eras tour, right? Is that she has some quick changes? Yeah, and she always did love like a pull away outfit. Like that's yeah. kind of her like. So yeah, that's one of her first ones, I do believe. So, so I'm she just loves an to outfit see. change, right? I'm definitely which as a drag fan, I'm sure you can appreciate that. Oh, listen, listen, I was I was just talking to before we got on here i was just talking to my brother and his best friend who had just gotten done performing and still had like the makeup ah. on but the wig off and i was like love it love it love that um i have mad respect for that for the dress change you know what else i have mad respect for our girls wearing flats and you know what i, I know that. girl get it flats yes like i'd perform in crocs if they let me like and that's you. a very classic taylor swift and that like she was wearing like knee length dresses like she yeah. was very girl, american sweetheart very modest yeah. i swear to god i don't think i saw her belly button until this year no, like it's oh. always like she'll wear like midriffs but she doesn't she's never been one to to show off her body and that's completely yeah her choice and great and i love that about her and i love people who show off her body you do what you want because it's your body but she's always been a very modest performer and she's always yeah. stayed that way modest and then humble too because the last yeah. note that i have for should have said no was she looks like she had so much fun and that's what i so noticed much at the end of the performance she was like oh my gosh you guys like me you really like me and it's like oh you're taylor like of course they and like see, you but at the time so, she was so young and people didn't know her I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is one thing that she gets criticized for the most is her like surprise face when she wins an award when she wins like anyone claps for her if anyone yeah. like really compliments her people make fun of her and they're just like why does she act so surprised like why does it why does she get so just happy about she just winning something she just 
won an she's award. She's legitimately, like, yeah, she's excited. She's humble, yeah, but no, she gets criticized for that a lot. That's really sad. It's very sad. I know. Are you ready to move on? Yes. Any more notes? So we have the uh, next have any is more notes on the videos, but I am ready to move on to the singles or to the songs. Yeah, so we're going in order from. I've already been going in order from the besides our song, but next would be a okay. place in this world. Yes, I remember you texting me saying you enjoyed that one. Okay, so this was my favorite. That's my favorite one. Favorite. I'm answering. This oh one yay! Really. This was my favorite. So vocally, why this was not chosen as a single is just kind of beyond me. I mean, vocally, this was so good, so good. Um, and this, the secret. Uh, the secret lyric to that one was, I found it. I found it. And I remember you go, aw. And I was like, I, I don't get it. And then I listened and I was like, oh, she found it. I know. I really cute. The, th- the three things that I noticed the most about this were um, there were three lyrics that I thought were neat. One of them was, uh, I don't know what I want, so don't ask me because I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm like, dang, I wish I would have had this song when I was like 17 because like I mentioned the last show, I started as a music theater major. I ended up changing, you know, going into law and but I changed my major like seven times and people would always be like, what are you doing? What are you doing in college? What are you studying? And I'm like, dang, I really wish I had that line from that song when I was at that age. I thought that was just a really cool line. Oh, that's super sweet. I like that. That one. And then, uh. I did laugh at there was another line about oh, my old blue jeans. So I'm like, all right, Bo. We're she says, back to the, she's got back some, to the old blue she's jeans. She's got a few songs about blue jeans. Actually, so they keep going. Funny. She loves some, she loves American blue jeans. That she one. is raised then, in Tennessee, though. At least she's she is. like, I'll give you that, girl. I'm from Kentucky. Like, I own she's it. She's from the South. So we'll That's give her that. So funny. That one. And my favorite part of the entire song is says, Maybe I'm just a girl on a mission, but I'm ready to fly. And that last note, when she hit fly, no. I went, "Woo, girl. Get it. Bravo. That was awesome. Get it. I also, uh, in the show notes, will put – I found a link. I didn't get to watch the entire thing, but I found a link. And it was the GAC 2006 full show. And it's like she's performing that live. And uh, it was really cute because some of her high school friends are in that video and they're talking about her and one of her friends is like i hear country stars on the radio all the time and i think she's better than them and i thought that was so cute that he said that and then she's like leaning against her locker like writing songs and i'm like gosh perspective man like high school i know baby high school all right is that your last note on that one on that one so that's your that's your favorite and you think that one's my favorite a place in this world that was good or a place in the world yeah a place in this world next one to be uh cold as you okay so this one i didn't um i don't know that i necessarily loved like musically it wasn't necessarily my favorite but lyrically it's a breakup song yeah but lyrically i really i really liked it i wrote down um i start a fight because i need to feel something oh yes Oh, Ugh. girl. Like, we've all done that. Like, that's too much. Ugh, that one kind of hit me. And then it's this weird thing. So I'm like, girl, you're like, again, 16 right in this day. Like, and you oh, nailed no. it. Um, oh, is this the first time that she says a kind of bad word on a song? Yeah. She says, You never did give a damn thing, honey. Oh, we got one bad word. I know. So we talked about before starting this podcast whether or not we were going to cuss because. Well, she says, um, damn on teardrops on my guitar. Yeah. I don't know if it's, if she says, so, it's so damn funny. She's only saying damn. We're getting. Right. She's just sprinkling those in there. So that's what you and I talked about before starting the podcast is whether or not this was going to be an explicit co- t- podcast. And we thought it'd be funny to be like Taylor. And like Taylor didn't cuss in the beginning, but she did. So we're going to slowly. Yeah, Which so we got our, we can say our dams. So we're gonna slowly cute. move into it. So when we get to uh, midnight, we're gonna be oh, so up storm. <laughs> um. Okay. So she says this uh, lyric: "Every smile you fake," and I thought that sounded so much like the smile on your face. Like mm-hmm. you remember that song, "The Smile yeah. on Your Face." That and that was such a big country song. Like when I was younger, so I thought that was neat because it was definitely giving me those those vibes of. 
Was that Alison Cross, maybe? I, I think can't so. remember who wrote that one. Um, now, I don't know what this means. Hopefully, you know what this means. There's no sense in defending words that you'll never say. What does that mean? I think maybe when someone is like just auto- like um, saying you're doing something to them or that you're doing something behind their back and you're not, and there's just no point of trying to defend someone when you know you're not doing something bad to them. Oh, okay. Well, that might make that one makes sense. Maybe who knows? But I thought that one. I thought it was a really interesting lyric. I'm like, hmm, what is that? Uh, you build up walls and paint them all a shade of gray. I thought that one was pretty cool. I was like, ooh, that's some nice imagery. She has a lot of colors in her music. A lot of yeah color lyrics, and I like that. Uh, paint a picture. The last one there was really cool. Was uh, uh, tell them something about like telling them stories about a mess of a dreamer with the nerve to adore you, like. Oh. Oh my gosh, that one was really good. I, I lyrically, I really liked that song. I just didn't, you know, like the music so much. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. but I thought lyrically it was it was one of the better. Really ones. good. Moving on to the outside. Okay, so the outside. This these next four songs, I didn't have as many notes just because I I don't know if I was getting tired or just maybe not making as many observations. But so for the outside, I have the Brett. The bridge is very much giving me Rascal Flats. I definitely see Rascal Flat tones in in the bridge. Um, yeah. And then there's this part where she goes, "How can I ever try to be better?" And that reminds me of Heads Carolina, Tails California. Yes. Like, exactly. it, and I was like, ah, oh, there you are, Jody Vasquez. Like, I thought that was so cool. So That's I really, good. I like that one. Um, and I definitely thought that for this one, especially this sentence, You Are Not Alone, really matches the song. Like, that one yeah. really matches it. So I thought that one was really cool. And yeah, You're Not Alone, exactly. So that's that's really cute. That really matches it. And the next one I think is cute. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, Tied together with a smile. Yes, that one I thought was really sweet. I wrote down three lyrics that really hit me. The first one was, seems the only one who doesn't see your beautiful is the face in the mirror looking back at you. And that brought me all the way up to, uh, what was it, teardrops on my guitar where I'm like, gosh, Taylor. Like, it, it, And again, this is where I'm glad we're going through this in a podcast because you can see my own journey where on teardrops on my guitar, I'm like, whatever taylor like you know saying, if, so, i can hear you like starting to connect yeah. the dots a little bit and yeah, like, like oh well this is there and yeah i'm like taylor you're gorgeous like why would you sing about people stealing your guy away like you're gonna steal other guys away because you're so gorgeous and then i get to this song and she's like yeah well the only person that doesn't think you're beautiful is is the mirror and i'm like oh god taylor i'm so sorry I'm so sorry for I get the things it. I thought about you. I get it. I get it. I'm sad too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so she, says, she says no one, knows that, no one knows that you cry, but you don't tell anyone. Taylor, stop crying. I'm sorry. I said those mean things about you earlier in the podcast. It's okay, <laughs> Taylor. I'm so sorry. It's the journey. Last, I learned. Lastly, she said tied together with a smile, but you're coming undone. No, no, Taylor. No, I'm sorry. It's No. <laughs> Everybody, you are beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you different. Remember how you were like, I like emo music. And I were like, oh, you're yeah. great. Listen, it's just hidden. By, it's, just hit, it's, and it's just hidden behind that fourth progression. Yeah, is what it is. exactly. She, she <laughs> hides all the sad stuff. And you're like, oh, this is catchy. And you're looking to listen to it. And you're like, oh, this is sad. Taylor, sorry. And the next one would be Stay Beautiful. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I feel the same way. The, I know. This is what I texted you about. Or I yeah, said, you're like. No. It's you're so like. Hard. Go ahead. It's, no beef ahead. with Taylor, but this is. I can't listen to it. I listened to it twice. This and so, it's. I feel it like so it was hard. written for the radio. I feel like she had to write a couple that was gonna like get in someone's head. She has to have a couple on her like albums that's gonna like play throughout the radio i don't i don't think it ever did it was still wasn't like one yeah. that got picked but it but it was just like one of those songs that's supposed to just like stick in your head i think yeah well it didn't and <laughs> so it's it's so hard because i wanted to text you like 80 times when i was listening to all of these songs and i was like nope save it for the podcast save it for the podcast and it's so hard because i want to text you 
And that one, I I had to text you. I had to. I'm like, Raven, am I doing this wrong? And you were like, no, no, no. That's <laughs> that's correct. Stay beautiful. That's ain't a- it. The, the only three things I wrote down was very honky tonk. Uh, <laughs> is, is Corey a real person? And I don't really get it. Those are the three. Those are the <laughs> only three notes I put on Stay Beautiful. I, was- I felt so bad. Sorry. Okay. No, hey. This is what this everyone's gonna have like winners, everyone's gonna have losers. I want and sometimes I really you have to listen somebody... to the album a couple times. But like I said, yeah. I know Dave, I knew debut wasn't gonna hit you the way there's some that are, like you said, like cold, like a place in this world, and all that. Oh, gosh, get yeah. you, but yeah, I get it. it. It's it's not your genre, and we'll, and we'll get yeah. there, but and that's okay. But the one but we have to go I through really... all of them. That's right. And that the last one, though, definitely made up for Stay Beautiful because Mary's song, that one definitely did hit me emotionally because it's talking about like, you know, your summer friend or like your cousin that you don't Mm -hmm. see like super often. But and we all kind of have that person. And it's very I feel like a southern thing is that we were growing up with our cousins and our like close friends, stuff like that, that growing up. So, yeah, I feel like it's kind of in our way we grow up that is something that could definitely hit me because yeah I don't I don't know if it's like a cultural thing or a geographical thing but yeah I definitely remember I would go with my grandparents and a lot of times in the summer and you know there would be the cute boy next door at my grandma's house and so mm-hmm. it, it, it's really that one really hit me I was like that's cool and then I definitely think that it was neat how you know at the very beginning of this album because that's one thing that I do love about all music that I try to consume is that I try to listen to entire albums, which I used to think was a really pretentious thing to say. But then once you start doing it, you realize these are actual artists and you start at the very beginning of the song where it's like, oh my God, like, you know, we're in love. And, and then it goes into like, oh, you cheated on me. I hate you. And then it's like, oh, I'm so ugly. But then at the very end of this album, you have this song that's like, look, me and this guy, he got down on one knee and we got married. And I feel like she's kind of writing her own happy ending in this song and on she the album. Absolutely does. And one thing you have another thing you need to know about Swifties is we take our track fives very seriously. For track five? Track five is always going to be it has a, a very big responsibility of being um usually a favorite, a very sad song, a very personal song hmm. and it just happens it's to be cold like, as you on this one kind of like oh see that would make sense it's kind of like so I think we're gonna we go game on of that thrones, journey i think yeah. when we watched game of thrones it was the same way that it was like in every season it was like episode six that was crazy it was like, like it wasn't deal. the finality it was just like episode six or seven was like you know the red wedding and yeah. all these crazy things so that's pretty cool that taylor's got the same thing yeah like so as we go through the albums always think about maybe track five so, do you have anything else to say anything about Stay Beautiful? No? I, I mean, Mary Song? Mary I Song. Well, I think, Song. Uh, oh, very last thing. I'll be 87 and you'll be 89. And they oh, started no. at the beginning of the song. She's like, I was seven, you were nine. And then I'll be 87. Oh, I love her precious. stories. She precious. has some songs that are just simply stories. Like when we, like, we get later on into her albums, some songs are literally written just to be a story and i love that she can do that and like a two-minute song that shows how much talent you have when you can write a whole a whole story in a two-minute three-minute song absolutely so we've already went over our song the next one would be i'm only me when i'm with you oh okay so i didn't get to listen okay so i didn't get to listen to 12 13 14 15 were there only messages in the first 11 and then these are bonus tracks so like when i first when i first pulled up music like i was looking at all of the secret messages and it said there were only 11 songs on her original album so then i was going to wait until the podcast and ask you like what are these other four like are these bonus she usually has she has deluxe album versions of the album so i have to double check i think okay so then uh, i'm only me with i'm with you invisible a perfectly good heart and teardrops pop version I'm assuming these might be See, the Teardrops on Pop's version isn't on the CD, but I know the other three are. Yeah, yeah, we'll look on that. I did not not get to listen to those, but I 
Well, I'm only being with that with you is really, really good. So yeah, we'll have to listen to those three. Okay. I can write that down as homework. Yep. So we'll do that. So So what was, that was debut. So what was your overall rating out of 10? Out of 10? That's hard. This is one of the hardest things is is to grade things because I don't I don't have points of comparison. I'm gonna say a seven. Seven out of ten. Is that low? No. I thought it was gonna be high. I thought it was gonna be lower than that. No, I think it's a seven out of ten because I definitely again, I totally respect her musically. I respect her lyrically. I do think it was a little too honky tonk for me personally. Um, but again, the lyrics were great. I definitely saw growth within the album and growth from her back then to today. So I thought that that was really cool. So I would definitely give it a 7 out of 10 because I do think that there are probably some albums that would be ranked higher. Gotcha. Well, I think that's a good rating. So should we move on to the... What would you give it? I think think about 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 is a good rating. I think so. Because I'm not so much crazy about country either. I like my all the singles are classics, but I'm uh, on the other ones. Yeah. I'm not too much crazy. I love more of the so do pop we, version. So do we? Um, at this point, so we're at an hour right now. <clears throat> so do you think that we have time to do the lecture stuff, or do you just want to do the pop quiz and then give me my homework, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, I think we do pop quiz and then we'll do a lecture for next week. Okay, cool. All right, so. For those who want to follow along, we're going to be doing five questions and let's see if we can get them right. See how well you've paid attention, how well your Taylor Swift knowledge is. Number one, what year did debut come out? Whoops. Uh, (laughs) Whoops. Cool. I'm guessing. Okay. Number two. How many songs were singles? How many songs were singles? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three. What? I'm going to fail this class. No. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Number three. What do we call Taylor's mom? Oh, okay. Number four. What is Taylor's birthday? Okay. And number five, what was the name of the venue she was discovered in? Okay, I got it. All right, oh so we're I'm going through our least, answers. At least a C on this assignment, for sure. And I got it. It's your first one. We're, you're going to get better. Oh, gosh. Okay. Number, number one, one. Do you want me to give my did... answer first? Yeah. Like, do you want to read it and then I give my answer? Okay, go ahead. Sure. What year did debut came out? 2008. 2006. No. Okay. Look, I swear I have it on here. So I wrote down. I wrote down 2006. And then I, and then I wrote no 2008. And at the last minute, I second guessed myself and was like, no, I'm gonna say 2008. Yeah. Yeah, Listen. Listen to your gut. Always listen to your gut. Partial credit. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna listen to my gut on this next one. How many songs were singles? Four. Five. No. I wrote down four dash five, and then I second guessed. And I second guessed. Now I know exactly how my students feel. (laughs) This is great. This is. I know I got number three. What do we call Taylor's mom? Mama Swift. That's right, Mama Swift. I got that one for sure. Number four. (sighs) What is Taylor's birthday? December. Yes. 13th? Yes. 1989. Yes! Good I got job! It. Got so it. I remember, I remember December because I'm December, but she's a Sagittarius and I'm a Capricorn because there's like, you know, the week break or whatever. Yeah. And then I remember 1989 because that's your TikTok thing. So. That's awesome. And then What was the name? I got it. Yes, yes, yes. They're very important. What was the name of the venue she was discovered in? I... Blue Jay Cafe? Close. Bluebird. Do I get Bluebird Cafe? Yeah, I'll get your Blue partial. Bird. Okay, so I got a fifth I got like a fifty percent on this quiz. <laughs> it's fine. I got two point five out of five. Fifty percent. I'm failing right now, but it's fine. There's plenty more in the semester. I'm sure that maybe there's an extra credit opportunity. 
Yeah. Yeah. You'll get some, we'll get some bonus points, maybe some extra credit. There we go. So, all right, guys. So that about wraps it up this week. We are running out of time. So we'll pick this back up next week when we join the fearless era. And I'm super excited about that because there is a lot to discuss. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.